0: All throughout humanity, Allah Jalla Jalaluhu, from His immense bounty and favor and mercy and kindness upon humanity, He has gifted the prophets and messengers all throughout the eras with books, scriptures, for the guidance of man. And of all these scriptures, none of them were as lofty, honorable, and wholesome, as the finality of them, Al-Furqan Al-Hamid, Al-Qur'an Al-Majid, the book that Allah has gifted us with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He said, Taha, ma anzalna alayka al quran litashqa. Taha, we have not given you the Qur'an or Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, to cause you hardship. Illa just a reminder It is just a reminder for those who fear. تَنْزِيلًا مِنْ خَلَقَ الْأَرْضِ It is a revelation from He who created the earth وَالسَّمَاوَاتِ And He who created the high heavens The intention behind the revelation of the Qur'an was not to limit our freedom or to cause us agony The purpose, the maqsad of the Qur'an was to create a godly nation People of Tawheed People who are unified in their ranks People who have a coherent understanding of life. People who are able to deliver themselves and others from the misery and the darkness of this life to the happiness and expanse and the joy of this life and the hereafter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored Al-Ummatul Islamiyyah with this book. And it is a book that has a profound impact. That has a profound impact. Upon everything that it makes contact with. The Quran's impact upon the kuffar, the idolaters of Mecca. Imam al Bukhari narrates in his Sahih on the authority of Ibn Abbas an incident that Ibn Abbas narrates in summary, where our Messenger وسلم, was once standing before Al kabah al Musharrafa praying and reciting Qur'an. And around him were pagans observing him in agitation and listening to the Qur'an. In fact, the pagans would make an active effort to cover their ears from hearing the Qur'an, fearing that they would be overcome by its splendor. Allah Almighty said, kafaroo." The disbelievers, they said, do Don't listen to this Qur'an. فيه, and make sounds when you are hearing it being recited. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَغْلِبُونَ So that you may overcome. Others, before they embraced Islam, like At-Tufail ibn Amr, al dawsi who brought the entire tribe of Daws to embrace Islam, along with Abu Huraira, who was part of Daws. He used to stuff his ears with cotton, fearing the power of the Qur'an. Our messenger صلى عليه وسلم, is reciting Quran before the Kaaba from Surah al-Najm, chapter 53 of the Quran, and imagine for a moment the beauty of the Quran when it is emanating from the mouth of Al Mustafa صلى as he recites, "One Najm eetha Hawa, ma dhlu sahibukum wa ma ghaw, wa ma yanutqu al Hawa, inhu illa wahi And the pagans are listening. And he continues reciting till he reaches the powerful concluding ayat of Surah An-Najm where Allah Almighty says Azifatil azifa." The day of judgment is drawing nearer None other than Allah can avert it, advance it, delay it أَفَمِن هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ تَعْجَبُونَ Allah says, do you then wonder at this recitation? And you laugh and you do not weep. وَأَنْتُمْ سَامِدُونَ Whilst you waste your precious lives in play. فَسْجُدُوا لِلَّهِ So prostrate to Allah and worship Him. This is an area of prostration. So our Prophet wasallam prostrated. But here is what is amazing. All of the pagans who were observing the Messenger وسلم, felt that the power of their limbs had left them and they prostrated behind him. Ibn Abbas, he says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bin The Prophet prostrated when reciting Surah al najm He said, And he said, along with the Prophet the believers prostrated, the jinn prostrated, mankind prostrated. They raised their heads from prostration and they began to cast blame on one another. What are you doing? What did we do? He, He cast a spell on us. This was no trick. This was the magnificence of the Qur'an, the power of the Qur'an upon the pagans. As for the effects of the Qur'an upon the Malaika, the angels. Imam al-Bukhari narrates in his Sahih on the authority of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri that a companion by the name of Usaid ibn Hudayr ta'ala anhu, was once reciting Quran in his enclosure and besides him was his horse and next to the horse was his son Yahya, a child. He said, I began to recite the Quran and I noticed that my horse began to leap up and down violently. So I paused the recitation and it calmed down. I continued my recitation and it started to leap up and down. So I paused my recitation. Usaid ibn Hudayr, he said, Fakhashitu yahya. And I was afraid that my horse was going to trample upon my toddler. Ilayha. So I made my way to the horse and I ended my salah. He said, fawqa I saw what seemed to be a canopy hovering over my head. فِيهَا أَمْثَالُ السُّرُجْ عَرَجَتْ فِي الجو حَتَّى مَا And within that canopy were lights, glowing lanterns ascending into the canopy as if they were hiding from me. He said, the next day I went to the Messenger وسلم, to understand this ordeal. He said, Messenger of Allah, I was reciting in my enclosure and my horse began to leap. Our messenger sallallahu knew what this was. He said iqra Yahya. Tell me you continued reciting Abu Yahya. He said yes I continued reciting but then i it continued to leap and it was going to trample my son. He said iqra Yahya. tell me you continued reciting. O oh, father of Yahya, Usaid ibn Hudayr. He said, but then at this point, I stopped my recitation. And I saw a canopy. And there were glowing lamps. And they were hiding from me. He said to him, Those were the angels. Kanat they were listening to your recitation. He said, an-nas, an-hum. And had you continued reciting without interrupting your salah, we would have all been able to see these angels by day. And this is the effect of the Quran upon the angels making themselves visible for those who recite. And the effect of the Quran upon jinn, passers by were converted and transformed into activists, dua, callers to Allah because of a small bit of contact with the Book of Allah. And this was when our Messenger was making his way to a Ta'if to invite them to Islam. And he stopped at a place called Wadi Nakhla, the valley of Nakhla. And he was in his Salat, Salatul Isha, and a passer-by group of jinn. They were a Nafar, less than 10 in number. They heard him reciting Qur'an. And he would never have known about this had Allah not told him by way of wahi revelation. Allah said to him, وَإِذْ صَرَّفْنَا إِلَيْكَ نَفَرًا مِّنَ الْجِنِّ يَسْتَمِعُونَ الْقُرْآنِ Remember, O Muhammad when we sent to you a nafar, nafar, meaning a number that is less than ten, a group of jinn to listen to the Qur'an. When the jinn arrived at the place of your recitation, they said, listen, listen. They started to hush one another. When the recitation ended, they went back to their communities as callers to Allah. قَالُوا يَا They said, oh, our people, jinn, speaking to other jinn, jinn, giving da'wah to jinn. قَالُوا يَا قَوْمَنَا Oh, our nation, إِنَّا سَمِعْنَا كِتَابًا We have heard of a recital. أُنزِلَ مِنْ بَعْدِ مُوسَى That has come after Prophet Musa. مُصَدِّقًا لِبَابَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ It confirms everything that came before it. يَهْدِي إِلَى الْحَقِّ it. Guides to the truth وَإِلَىٰ طَرِيقٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ And it guides to a straight path يَا قَوْمَنَا Oh, our nation, the jinn said Ajibu da'i اللَّهِ Respond to the caller of Allah وَآمِنُ بِهِ And believe in him يَغْفِرْ لَكُم مِّن ذُنُوبِكُم Allah will erase some of your sins مِّن عَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ And Allah will save you from a severe torment A coincidental, we may say Contact with the Book of Allah converted a group of by from the jinn, from irrelevant jinn, to callers to Allah who were eternalized through their mention in the Qur'an. This is the azamah, the glory, the magnificence of our book. And this is the Qur'an. And I will say this before I sit down, which if Allah had delivered it to a mountain, it would have crumbled, Allah Almighty said Law Quran, had we delivered this Qur'an to a mountain. You would have seen that mountain humbled, breaking asunder, splitting apart from the fear of Allah. Ibn al Tabari he said about this ayah, meaning the mountain would crumble because of its fear of Allah that it may not be able to give the glory and the respect of the honor that is deserving of the Quran. This is a subtle indication, a subtle dig at you and I as human beings. If this is how a solid mountain composed of boulders and rocks an inanimate object would have reacted if the Qur'an was sent upon it. What about you, O oh insan, O oh human being? Are you not worthier of this type of reaction when the Book of the Allah Almighty is recited upon you? So why is it that Ali and others like Ali may not always react how these people and objects react when making contact with the Book of Allah? Could it be because our hearts have become harder than stone? This is an option. Allah Almighty said, ثُمَّ قُلُوبُكُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ ذَٰلِكَ أَوْ أَشَدُ Speaking about a group of the past, Allah said, your hearts became hard like stone, or perhaps even harder than stone. So now nah, this is an option. Maybe hearts have become harder than stone through sins and ghafla, excessive sleep, eating, and the rest of it. But there may be another reason. That's far less complicated. Far less Sinister far easier to understand, and maybe easier to deal with. What is the other reason? It could be simply because we are yet to understand what Allah Almighty is saying to us. And that is why Abu Jafar, Imam Ibn, Ibn Jarir al-Tabari, he said in the introduction to his tafsir, he said, al Qur'an wa la yalam ta'wilahu yal He said, I am amazed that those who recite the Book of Allah and they don't understand its meaning, how can they derive any joy from the Qur'an? How? Sometimes it's not about sins, and ghafla or hypocrisy, nifaq. Sometimes it's for a reason much simpler. We are yet to start a structured study of the Arabic language that Allah has chosen for His final communication to man. The Arabic language is the language of Islam. And Allah has chosen it for the Quran for a reason. Allah Almighty said, "Inna j'alnahu Quran an Arabiyan laa laka taqilun." We have made the Quran an Arabic recital so that you may understand. Allah Almighty He said, "Wala qad azraba li al-nas fiha dal Quran min kulli mithal laa lhum yatazkaroon." We have given for people every type of analogy in this Qur'an so that they may remember. Qur'anan ghayra la'allahum It is an Arabic Qur'an with no crookedness so that they may become righteous. It's an Arabic Qur'an. And Allah Almighty, He said in the concluding ayat of Surah Al-Shu'ara, wa innahu rabbil This Qur'an is a revelation from the Lord of the Worlds. نَزَلَ بِهِ الْرُوحُ The trustworthy spirit, Jibril, brought it down. عَلَى قَلْبِكَ لِتَكُونَ مِنَ Upon your heart, O Prophet Muhammad sallallahu wasallam so that you become of the warners. Listen. بِلِسَانٍ عَرَبِيٍّ مُّبِينٍ In a clear Arabic tongue. Ahmad ibn Faris, the famous linguist, he said, commenting on this ayah فَلَمَّا خَصَّ جَلَّ ثَنَاؤُهُ أَلِّسَانَ الْعَرَبِيَّ بِالْبَيَانِ عُلِمَ أَنَّ سَائِرَ الْلُّغَاتِ قَاصِرَةٌ عَنْهُ وَوَاقِعَةٌ دُونَهُ He said the fact that Allah Almighty has described the Arabic language as mubeen, meaning clear indicates that every other language is inferior to the Arabic language. Therefore, every Muslim who claims that the Qur'an is from divine origin, the Qur'an is the guidance of the creator of the heavens of the earth, to move people from darkness to light, every Muslim who makes this claim, it is incumbent upon him or her to start a concerted study of the Arabic language up until you reach a level where you're able to understand the communication of Allah without the need of relying upon a fallible human being that is why the people who came before us they realize that any crookedness deficiency weakness in the Arabic language of themselves or their children is the sign that the Quran will be dismantled from their lives though they may be Huffa though they may memorize the Quran when this begins to go crooked the language the Quran will be separated though you may recite it eloquently here. And that is why Ubayy ibn al anhu, one of the four whom the Messenger وسلم, said, take the Qur'an from him. He said, تعلموا العربية كما تعلمون القرآن. He said, learn the Arabic language just as you learn the memorization of Qur'an. You and I have placed our children in schools to learn the memorization of the Qur'an, how many have made an effort to put them in a circle where they will understand the content of the Qur'an to save them from the misguided life that awaits them outside. Amir al-Mu'mineen Abu Bakr said, for me to memorize a portion of the Qur'an and forget it is dearer to me, is a lesser of a problem for me than to make a mistake in the Arabic language." Because they understood that the Arabic language—it's the Bab, the madkhal, it's the door, it's the entry into the Quran. The moment that door is closed, there is no more Quran. Amirul Mu'minin Umar رضي الله تعالى عنه, came across a group of archers, young men who were practicing archery. يتعلمون الرماية. And one of them <laughs> missed the target. So Umar he said to the young man jokingly, "Why did you miss the target? Do better next time." The young man he said. We are still learning. But the way he said it, there was a grammatical mistake. Inna قَوْمٌ We are still learning. But the way he responded was a grammatical mistake. Umar, he said, وَاللَّهِ He said, by Allah, the mistake that you just made in your language is more painful on my heart than the mistake you made when you missed the target. They understood. Begins with the Arabic language. And when Amirul Mu'minin Umar came across two Persian men who were doing tawaf, circumambulating around the Kaaba, and they were speaking Pharisee, Persian, not Arabic, he took hold of the shoulders of one of them and he said to him, ilal-arabiyyati sabila. Find a way to get to the Arabic language. Our predecessors would do istighfar when they would make a mistake in grammar. Ayub al sikhtiyani from the Tabi'een, second generation Muslims, when he would make a mistake in his speech called Lahan, he would say, Astaghfirullah, Allah forgive me, as if he has committed a sin. What about one who has turned his back on this beautiful language for his entire life? Amirul Mu'mineen Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu would discipline al-Hasan al-Husayn when they would make a mistake. When speaking Arabic, he would discipline them. He understood that the Arabic language was the entry to the Qur'an. And so make an effort, my dear brother, my dear sister. Make a concerted effort to find a way to the, get to the Arabic language. And create a paradigm shift in mindset. This is not a matter of linguistics. Consider the Arabic language as a matter of aqeedah. It's part of your theology. As you study the names of Allah, al والصفاء, توحيد الألوهية, توحيد الربوبية, توحيد الحاكمية, as you study the doors and chapters Of understand that the Arabic language is on that level as well. We used to celebrate many years ago the many translations that we have today. Alhamdulillah we have it in Pashto and we have it in Mandarin, we have it in French and we have it in Polish and we see this as a strength, a sign of the strength of the Muslim Ummah. It's not a sign of strength. It is a favor of Allah upon us but it is not a sign of strength. And that is because in the past wherever Islam would arrive in any part of the globe, the Arabic language would not be too far behind, and those nations would willingly accept Islam, and they would take the language as well. There was no need for a translation. And therefore, when we speak about the translations of the Quran in the 21st century, we say Alhamdulillah, and we say in the same breath, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi Where is the Arabic language? Make a concerted effort, my dear brother, my dear sister, and set yourself a target. And realize the enormous loss that you and I are at. When we invite a weak, fallible, deficient, mortal human being to stand between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his name is a translator. When you believe that the Quran is the kalam of Allah. It is the direct word of Allah to Angel Jibreel, who delivered it directly to Prophet Muhammad So the kalam of Allah Almighty from above seven heavens is with you here in dunya. Is there a greater miracle and ni'mah than this? What other religion can claim that they have the direct word of God Almighty with them other than the Muslims? And despite what you have achieved in your life, you allow a human being to stand as a translator between you and Allah. How much of the rhythm of the Qur'an and the beauty and its eloquence and its ijaz, miraculousness is lost when I allow a human being to stand between me and the Book of Allah? Make an effort. Set yourself a target as an Arab and a non-Arab. That within two years, you will recite the Book of Allah with perfect tajweed and more importantly, you will understand the Word of Allah without needing to rely upon a translation. Two years. Don't say to me how and where to start. The most important part of this discussion is make the niyyah. And if Allah sees truthfulness in your heart, he will open up the way. And realize when you do that, and you make this intention, and you begin acting upon it, guess what? You have become, in the eyes of Allah, the greatest of all people. Because our Messenger وسلم, said, The best of you are those who learn the Quran and those who teach it to others.